Girl, give yourself a pat on the back because I bet you're already using the Pro Gymnasmata in your homeschool. Crystal Joy Campbell here. Thanks for joining me in Classical Matters. Today, let's jump into the practical exercises of the Pro Gymnasmata. And we'll try and make it quick, simple, and memorable so that we can get back to the actual task at hand, the task of educating our children. So stick around. Let's jump in. We know that the trivium, grammar, dialectic, and rhetoric were developed by the ancients, first the Greeks, and then taken up by the Romans. Now, in rhetoric, there was this need to equip their students in their ability to move, delight, and instruct others. And this is where the progymnasmata comes in. Progymnasmata simply means first or preliminary exercises. And what it is, is really the progression of skills or tools that are taught over the student's academic life. And these skills and tools build upon each other and progress over time. It really takes the long view in mind. This isn't just a one and done, you know, unit study. This is a long term progress. Now, the progymnasmata had been used right up until modern times, and we see the remnants of it in our progressive education. But most of us have not experienced it in its completeness. Yes, definitely we've encountered elements of it, and you'll recognize some of these elements as we go through it. You know, when I first encountered the progymnasmata, I couldn't even say the word, let alone try to understand and implement the 14 exercises. It all seems so very complicated to me. So I do what I normally do when I find things complicated. I set out to simplify things. As I worked through trying to understand the progymnasmata, I came to see that it basically uses two modes or two pillars to perfect the skills and tools that are needed by the rhetorician to express well. And these are imitation and great works. Simple, right? The progymnasmatic capitalizes on the fact that humans are imitative beings. It uses imitation as a primary mode to learn the skills needed to express well. And it also uses the vast storehouse of great works that we have at our disposal as worthy images to imitate. So the progymnasmata sets examples of great works in front of the students and teaches them to recognize what is great about it. It orders their loves. And then it sets to the task of using imitation to develop and hone their skills. So that was pretty simple for me to understand. We need to put something in front of our students that is worthy to imitate and help them to imitate it. As I go through them, I bet these will be familiar to you and you'll probably realize that you already incorporate many of them in your home school. Some of the great works that we put in front of our students to imitate are things like fables, tales, myth and story, proverbs and common held beliefs. We'll also use famous speeches, historical events, and kreia. That's just the Greek word for famous events or sayings. Now, these are some of the models of imitation used in the progymnasmata. So an interesting thing, I never really considered the great works as a model of imitation for rhetoric. I mostly recognize them as a model of imitation for character development. 
But I realized as I studied the progymnasmata and rhetoric that it isn't just what these things say that make them great works, but how they say it. I had never made that connection that how the authors of these great works use language well could be used as a model for my children to use language well so that they too could move, delight, and instruct others. Now that we've considered the models that we place in front of our students to imitate, let's look at the practices or exercise or tools that are used to imitate. And again, I bet you'll find these practices familiar and probably active in your own homeschool. One of the tools or practices of imitation is reading aloud. In reading aloud, we learn the skill of patterns of speaking. And mamas, this is not just you reading to your children, but your children reading aloud as well. This gives them the practice that they need to learn the patterns of speaking. And even choral reading is useful. Another one that you're going to recognize is copy work and dictation. And what that helps with is recognizing well-formed sentences. It places within the child's storehouse of knowledge the pattern of the proper use of grammar and the variety of sentences in their complexity and in length. And eventually, copywork develops into taking a sample of work and imitating either its parts or its content and then analyzing its structure and form. Another tool or practice of the progymnasmata is what is called translation. And when I first came across this, I thought, oh great, I don't know a second language. I don't know Greek or Latin. How are we going to do translation? But as I dug deeper, I came to realize that this is not just across languages, but it's also within our own tongue. We can translate across genres. For example, we can take a factual historical event and ask our child to translate it into a historical fiction. And another way that we can do this is across variants. So we can take a high level of writing, like a professional writer, and ask them to translate it to a student's level. And what this will help the child with is their ability to make connections, to be able to fit what they say to the needs of their audience. Now, this tool you'll probably recognize, and it's the tool or practice of narration. And narration is simply expressing back in words. Some people may call it paraphrasing, but the true purists will say it's not paraphrasing. It's elaborating, amplifying, comparing, describing, and building characterizations of what they've read. But more than anything, it's a telling back. So as the child moves from oral narration to written narration, from the type of work that they're narrating from, they'll start to pattern their writing after that certain standard of arrangement within that work. So what is so beautiful about the progymnasmata is that as our students start to imitate these great works, they start to possess it. They internalize it and their skill that they're building through the imitation actually joins together with understanding. And that's when they start to embody it. And once they start to embody it, they can start to recreate it from their own inner workings, from their thoughts, from their own ideas. And in a way, it's like they represent it and they're well on the road to mastery at this point. 
These are the first few exercises of the progymnasmata, the reading aloud, the copyworking dictation, and narration. And we probably recognize these as things that we are already doing in our homeschool. But it's important for us to make the connection to the larger picture of rhetoric. By connecting them, we're able to more focus on the long-term results which we're looking for. And the results that we're looking for is our ability for our child to move, delight, and instruct others. By focusing on the bigger picture, we stress less about getting it all done because we know that if we're working with these models of imitation, that our children are going to develop the skills and tools needed by a rhetorician. So daily, I simply try to just hone the skills and tools through the imitation of the great works. And I do that with the practices of reading aloud, narration, copyworking dictation, and dialogue. And I do this across a variety of content, literature and history, and as well into math. There is more to the progymnasmata as there is with everything. But here today, we just tried to take a quick, simple, and memorable look at it so as to give us a springboard to use it in our daily homeschools. And as you put it to use and it becomes more familiar to you and your children, there's going to be a time where you're going to want to learn more and to go deeper into the progymnasmata. And the progymnasmata will lead us into areas of identifying and composing the main parts of an argument in a work or composing dialogue and discourse of praise or blame, and eventually culminating in thesis writing. But for today, remember that the progymnasmata is about these two quick, simple, and memorable ideas. First, it's about using imitation of the great works to hone the skills and tools needed for rhetoric. And second, It's about connecting and capitalizing on the practical exercises that we are already probably doing in our homeschool. Things like reading aloud, copywork, and narration. I hope these short episodes of Classical Matters give you a springboard for the rest of your week to think, explore, contemplate, ponder, and discuss classical education. I would really love to hear from you because real transformation happens through dialogue, conversation, and community. Leave me a comment by following me on Facebook or reach out to me through my website. Both are linked in the show notes. Share this with a friend and follow the Classical Matters podcast and join the great conversation of classical education. Don't forget to tune in next time. Blessings for your week.